Welcome to the Barack Obama Approved World's Greatest Podcast, Hyphenation. I am the one, the only, your host, Kellen Conley. How's everyone doing today? I'm doing okay, to be honest with you. It's been crazy at work. I'm tired. I literally dropped the Leo off and I came back in here and I was like, I got about an hour and a half. I got an hour and a half to kind of do what I want. What even that? Hour and 15 minutes, hour and 10 minutes. I got to do the podcast. But then I was like, do I got to do the podcast? I was like, I can sit down and keep watching Stranger Things 4, which I'm only on episode two, but I'm really enjoying so far. Um, I'm two episodes behind a Kenobi because I watched the first episode the other day. Um, but now there's two episodes out that I got to catch up on. I could watch Russian Doll. I could work on some ROMs, some rapidy raps. I could write, work on a newsletter. But you know what? You know what? I said, let me bring myself down here and do this one time for the one time. So here I am. Here I am. Barack Obama approved. You know what it is. You know the effing vibes. Morgantown Weather Reports. Let's see here. All right. Mark Robb is literally texting me about Retro Bowl, by the way. If I haven't talked about Retro Bowl in here, go check out Retro Bowl in your local app store. It's phenomenal. It's a fun little football game. You can't play defense, but I have a lot of fun. Uh, No Name Tim is into it. Mark Robb just got put onto it. Go check out Retro Bowl. You will not regret it. It's a lot of fun. And if you don't like it, delete it. Whatever. You're out of nothing. Uh, And if you want to do the premium version, it's like only a couple dollars to unlock like 12 man rosters and stuff like that and replays or you can get the crack version like some people i know <laughs> morgan sound weather report is currently 69 degrees here in little seattle uh looking at your rest of your forecast today looks like we got some precipitation coming 90 percent chance starting at noon and that's going to go if i didn't go the wrong day that's going to go all the way through until about 10 p.m so expect some rain today and tomorrow, looking like highs around 76, clear skies, looking at the 10-day, clear weekend. Looks like a beautiful first weekend in June. Monday and Tuesday, we got some rain coming in. Uh, sunny day on Wednesday, more rain on Thursday. Sunny day on Friday, more rain on Saturday. But, hey, man, my favorite time of year, springtime is here. Uh, soon it'll be summer on June 20th, better known as Juneteenth. And I'm not talking about the the um um <laughs> the capitalism version uh i'm excited about that got a got a lot of stuff to be going off will be going off to be be going on here soon uh got trips got got the podcast me and the rasslecast boys got back together to talk about sasha and naomi um if i didn't mention that last time so that's over on the rasslecast feed got another dark matches episode coming out uh, next Monday, the YouTube channel is popping hyphen universe. Um, if you're watching that on there, please take the time to like the videos and leave comments and I'll definitely will respond to them. Y'all heard what I did with the Michael Jackson comments, leave comments, uh, subscribe to the channel. If you hit that bell, you won't miss any notifications, any uploads, things like that. So I greatly support it. And then all the links to everything can be found at hyphenuniverse.com slash links. So everything I dropped throughout the week. We posted there and you can check it out. It's real easy to find. <sighs> Let's get serious though. Um, what happened in uh, Texas is uh, 
it was Texas, right? I, I now I feel like a dumbass because I'm I'm one here trying to be all serious, and I, I definitely feel like it was, for yeah, Texas. What happened in Texas? Unacceptable. All those innocent lives taken away. Police that didn't do anything. So, uh, my friend uh, Mel shared this to her Instagram story this morning. So this is posted uh, by Chris Murphy CT on Twitter. And uh, then it got posted on Instagram. So uh, I'm just going to read you all a couple tweets. FYI, this isn't stopping, meaning the, the mass shootings. There have been 18 mass shootings since Uvalde. And that was this last week. You need to know this because it's not going to stop until we do something. Here's just a sampling of the slaughter in the last six days. Last night, 10 people were shot at an outdoor party in down in downtown Charleston, South Carolina. Four people are in critical condition. A pregnant woman was one of the victims. 10 people. Then it says, didn't hear about this one, did you? Sunday night in Tulsa, eight people were shot at an outdoor festival in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It's Twitter, it's fine. So far, one has died and others are in critical condition. Several teenagers were shot. And just imagine all the kids at that festival who saw the bodies and live with that trauma. Saturday night in Austin, Michigan, a man killed his wife and her three children, six-year-old Caitlin, four-year-old Ronald, and three-year-old Josh, all dead, all before their seventh birthdays. The shooter then tried to commit suicide but survived and is in critical condition. 18 mass shootings in the six days since Uvalde. Folks, this isn't stopping. Unless you make it stop, call your congressman, call your senator. Tell them that this time doing nothing is not an option. And then uh, they go on to list um, your uh, Republican senators who take money from the NRA. Um, They're the reason we have no gun control. So shout out to Chris Murphy. CT. you can uh, check out the tweets yourself if you'd like to. I'm going to tell you something right now, and then we're going to get to the meat of the episode. My wife is a teacher. My friends are teachers. My child goes to school and is finishing up her second grade year. Crazy. My friends have children in school. I hate having in the back of my head every day that I'm going to get that call that something's happened at Angel School or Earlier School or even even one of my other friends' schools. The idea sickens me. And the idea that you mefers, and let me enunciate that again, you motherfuckers, really think we want to take away your guns. You got the right to bear arms. Nobody wants your fucking guns. We want to keep people safe from things like this happening. We want to have some kind of real gun control that will stop people from being able to access assault weapons. They weren't going in these schools or these public settings with derringers with 22s assault weapons that they had to do nothing for. And you can blame the video games, the call of duties, the GTAs, You can blame the television, the movies, all of that. Stop making assault weapons so easy to get. That's the main thing we have to stop. You stop letting assault weapons be so easy to get. 
you solve a huge part of the problem. Stop letting innocent people and children and teachers and just teenagers out of the damn show, man. Stop letting them get cut up with bullets just because y'all don't want your guns taken away. Like, what's it going to take? Y'all know that Matt lives in New Zealand, my best friend. And he's went through a lot since he moved down there just with adapting and being an immigrant in a new country and everything. And he said to me on the Marco Polo the other day, he said that uh, family members were trying to guilt him into leaving, like make him feel guilty for leaving, and they always do that to him. He said when things like Uvalde happen, it just reaffirms his actions a million times over to move his family out of the country. This country is the most dangerous country in the world. It's more, it feels more dangerous than what's happening in Ukraine right now. But y'all don't even hear about Ukraine anymore, or you barely hear about the shootings because everybody saw my Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. That's what's more important to y'all. I, I'm all about some good pop culture stuff, y'all, but uh, it's, it's sickening. We need some real gun control. And I and I know that me sitting in front of this microphone is only doing so much and it only reaches so many ears. I did not get on the microphone last week because of these things that was happening. It was one of the things I was just like, I was completely bummed out and I just didn't want to get on the microphone. And But um, I, I highly suggest that you uh, go check out a clip from the Rich Eisen show. Rich, uh, they, they were off when Uvalde and everything happened. So when Rich came back, he... Uh, he made an impassioned plea at the end of the show and it was really well-spoken and it didn't have any profanity, but I know I'm trying not to cuss, but y'all motherfuckers going, oh, oh. And y'all running around with your Punisher logos and talking about gun control and, and bring Donald back and let's go Brandon and fuck Biden and all this shit. Frank Castle would never fuck with any of y'all. Any of y'all. We need gun control. We need to stop letting assault weapons become so easily available to the wrong people. We need to do something. We don't want to take away your guns. We don't want to take away your hunting. We don't want you to not be able to protect your family if there's a home invader. We want to stop letting people who shouldn't have guns have the guns, who go into schools, go into public settings, and murder people. That's it. That's the tweet. Got it? Good. And now for something completely different. <laughs> Next topic, man. Way back, episode 30 of Hyphen Nation. <laughs> and this is going to be the worst segue ever. Because I didn't expect to get that freaking amp, but I just had to say something, all right? 
back in episode 30, 2017 of Hyphen Nation. I had reached out to some friends and asked them to give me questions so I could sit down and do my first questions and answers episode. And they came through. And that episode was a lot of fun. So much fun that I didn't do that again until episode 198, I feel like. Maybe 199. Maybe I did it for episode 100. It might have been episode 100. 198. So it was episode 90. 90 it was, I think it was episode 100 when I did the questions. I'm not looking it up. You go look it up. Podpage.com slash hyphen dash nation. It's all right there. I promise. It's called the questions too. And this will be called the questions three. With me getting real upset about gun control in the beginning. So I've curated another ton of questions from trusted sources to answer and, uh, you know, just kind of go back and forth with it. So <laughs> we will, we will see how this goes. So I have to find the very first questions that I, I received. What did I do with that document? Oh, it's right here. 2022 cues. So the first person I asked to ask me questions was Aaliyah Conley, <laughs> my now eight-year-old daughter. I was on the couch like, Aaliyah, give me, give me three questions to answer. This episode sponsored by coffee and not guns getting in the hands of the wrong people. <laughs> so here are Aaliyah's three questions. Her first question was, what's the biggest crocodile in the world? Now, she got very literal with these. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to ask you some questions then. It wasn't nothing in the wheelhouse. It was like, what's the biggest crocodile in the world? So she then went on to tell me it was a saltwater crocodile. So I'm going to cheat a little bit. What's the largest crocodile in the world? Saltwater crocodile. There you go. There you go. Um, saltwater crocodile. There you go, Aaliyah. You already gave me the answer, though. <laughs> Here's our next question. Who has the record for the longest nails in the world? Ayana Williams. 576.4 centimeters, bro. These nails are scary looking. And I'm only, I'm only looking at the thumbnail. So there you go. Ayanna Williams. And who holds the record for the smallest painting? That was in 2019. On the end of a matchstick? Who paints a painting on the end of a matchstick? Like, my goodness, who did this? A Sunshine Coast artist. Oh my God, this thing is tiny. Y'all, y'all might not. Oh, y'all might be able to see it. Let me do that thing where I put my hand behind it on the camera. That is the end of a matchstick right there. Good Lord, what what is their name? Do, do we not care about their name? It just says a coast artist. Oh, okay. There you go, Leah. <laughs> I have to show that to her later. That's crazy. That is crazy. Let me save that picture before I forget. Wow. Okay. 
<sighs> so those those are early as three questions, and I, it wouldn't have been any fun for me to speculate that. So there there's your questions, Cupcake. All right. So then I asked Angel Conley. So let let me go find her chat from Messenger. All right. Do 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 do. And I said, will you give me three random questions to answer the podcast? What kind of questions? Whatever you want. All right. So, excuse me. My bad. That's great podcasting. Podcasting gross 101. So she got literal too with this. So her question was, where in the world do teachers earn the most money? Not in the United States. I can tell you that much. What country do teachers make the most money? Luxembourg. Where's Luxembourg? <laughs> oh God, where's Luxembourg? Uh, um, um, hold on, hold on. God, this is shaping up to be a great podcast. Why do I not know where Lux- Luxembourg is? Luxembourg. Okay, it's in Europe. That tells me a lot. Uh, oh, it's a whole ass country. <laughs> All right, Luxembourg's a whole ass country in uh, Europe, guys. So Luxembourg is where you get the is where teachers make the most money, Angel. Where was the largest alluvial diamond? Wait, let me try to answer it. Where was the largest alluvial diamond in North America found? So it's North America, a diamond pressure um, creates diamonds. That feels like a a West Virginia uh, answer. Where was the largest alluvial diamond? Fi- uh, where was the largest alluvial diamond in North America found? I knew it, Peterstown, West Virginia. That's a West Virginia history question. The Jones Diamond, also known as the Punch Jones Diamond, the Grover Jones Diamond, or the Horseshoe Diamond, was a 34.48 carat, 6.896 gram alluvial diamond found in Peterstown, West Virginia, by members of the Jones family. It remains the largest alluvial diamond ever discovered in America. Let's go, Peterstown, West Virginia. Dang, who knew? (laughs) This is making me feel a little better. Still need gun control, though. What is the most popular breed of dog as a family pet? Golden Retriever. What is the most popular breed of dog as a family pet? A lab. I was close. I had Retriever. That counts. So, Angel, there are your answers. Um, I should have. I knew that was a West Virginia history question as soon as I read it because I was like, why would she be picking alluvial down and? Out of nowhere. Oh, that's dad. I didn't ask dad for any questions. <laughs> he would have roasted me. Uh, let's see. All right. So then I went to Mateo. Um, so he said about anything. And then his first question was, how does one balance the tension between making the world a better place with the transformation necessary for that and the necessity to fit within the status quo of life to be successful. Good Lord. I kind of, I, I, I'll tell you right now, I didn't read these yet. So I wanted to be real fresh for the pod. So like, if it wasn't short, then, uh, wow. (laughs) (sighs) 
So how does one balance the tension between making the world a better place with the transformation necessary for, for that and necessity to fit within the status quo of life to be successful? It's something that's, it, it's almost unattainable about the balance because I always feel like, I always feel like unless you really don't feel stress at all <laughs> or I don't know, like, like you don't, if you don't stress, sweat the small stuff, essentially, maybe in that time frame, you can feel like you're successful enough in life and then also feel like you're out trying to better the world and changing with the world. But it's, it's damn near impossible because there's, I mean, stress is the, is the problem really, because you could be going out and calling your senators and telling them we need gun control or, you know, writing letters to your Congress people and telling them we need gun control um, and doing all that. And people will be recognized like, yeah, he's always trying to talk about gun control. But at the same time, you could be like, man, I'm not successful enough. I got all these bills. Um, I don't love my job. There's so much more I could be doing the one in life. And it, or even you'd be thinking, you you might be in a spot where you're making plenty of money and you don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. And your bills are paid and you got money in case uh something happens and all and you're good to go in that front. And then you might be worried about what uh so and so down the block thinks about about uh your shutters needing paid in or or think about uh, they might about what how they're judging you like it's it's so it's nearly impossible man it, it doesn't matter how rich you are or and it doesn't matter how much change that you're trying to bring about in the world if you let the stresses of of worrying about what other people think or if if you can't cope with your stress to think that you're not doing enough on either front you'll never find that balance so, unfortunately, I'm going to say that's damn near impossible for anybody. Because, look, I'm a happy dude. I'm a happy dude, for real. Like, I don't worry about too much. Like, the main things I worry about right now is have enough money to deal with all the things we got to fix around the house and still go on these vacations we're going on right now. That That's a typical worry. Um, I'm, My job is stressful. Um, I would like to find something that would allow me to do creative things like podcasting and making videos and writing. So, I mean, if y'all wanted to sign up for my Patreon and start, uh, start donating to your boy so he can start supporting his family, um, without having to go to go to his job currently, uh, that would make me feel successful. <laughs> uh, but I always feel like I could be doing more, but also I'm in a really good position at my job where it's like, like I'm making good money. And I know I, that possibly I could be doing more, but if I move what to another position, what if I fail again like I did in Huntington? So there's always that. And then on top of that, I definitely feel like I don't do enough to bring about change in the world. Like, I, I try to be a good person. I talk about having genera- genuine interactions with people, g- good, genuine interactions with people. But at the same time, I, I'm, I, I don't know. Like, I, I use plastic straws. <laughs> I mean, I haven't done anything about writing my congressperson or uh, my uh, senator about gun control because Joe Manchin's my 
my senator. I'm going to try to tone down the cussing now. Joe Manchin's my senator, and he's a Republican in Democrat clothing. So, and then Capito's a piece of trash, too. So it's almost like, in my mind, there's no point, because West Virginia's red AF. But, I mean, there's still still things that I could be doing to help. So So maybe somebody hears the sound of my voice today, and they're like, oh, man, you know what? I've got this all wrong. They don't want to take away my guns. They just don't want small children to be killed. Uh, that that kind of makes sense. I'm gonna I'm going to change my mindset on that. If I accomplish that, then yes, I put good in the world. But aside from that, there's there's with with anxiety, there will always be something eating at you one way or the other. So unless you're a child, uh, that doesn't have those worries then there, there's no way to find that balance. I'm sorry, Matt. That's just, that's my opinion, bro. Uh, let's see. Next question, describe your utopia. Well, I mean, that's easy. Um, I would like some kind of government that is actually fair. I'd like to get rid of the two-party system because all it's done is divided this country, especially in the last six years. It's deeply divided the country. Um, I would like... Um, I, I would like there to be fair salaries for men and women everywhere. I would like, uh, gay people shout out to pride month. It's pride month. Y'all woo. Um, and that, again, that's not from a capital standpoint. Um, my brother-in-law is gay. Uh, my best friend is gay. Tyler's gay. Tyler's another good friend of mine. Um, I got gay family members. So I, I am all about that pride shit. 100%, not just for June, though. Just like Black History Month is all year round, so is Pride Month, man. So is Women's History Month. The only month I don't celebrate is is white, white straight male <laughs> month. White straight males get on my nerves, and I'm friends with some of them, but, but also aren't friends with, with toxic ones. There, there's a difference. There's a difference. We getting to the shits today, man. I swear to goodness we are. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, definitely want, uh, education to be, uh, free for everyone. Uh, like I said, I want people to be able to live. I want nobody to be homeless. I want people to have enough food to feed their families. Um, I mean, you knock out all those things. I mean, damn, we're, we're doing really good. I want people not have to worry about debts. So that, that would be, be my utopia. I want people to not have to live with anxiety. That, that would be a huge thing too. What's your hopes and dreams for Aaliyah? I hope Aaliyah goes on to do something that she truly loves. I hope that she's able to make enough money doing something she truly loves to support her and her family. Uh, you know, I hope that, uh, she marries whoever she decides to fall in love with, whether that's male or female or trans it does not matter to me i hope that they treat her um like gold and give her everything she desires if she doesn't want to get married and she just wants to uh live the single life and and do that too i support that i want her to not have to ever worry about money i hope i want her to not have um anxiety again i I want her to be able to speak her mind and not feel um feel like she ever has to cower at the the knees of some male or woman for that matter. I don't want her to have to worry about a cop pulling over to kill her and that might kill her. Um, 
So if all those things happen, mission accomplished, man. Mission accomplished, boys. George Bush, 2005. <laughs> or was that 2004? No, that was 2000. I'm way early. So maybe 2002 when he did that. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. So those are Matt's questions. All right. Now we go to the creme de la creme. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I can't leave out. Can't leave out my mans in them. Mark Robb. Mark Rob, where are you at? He's talking me about Retro Bowl right now. Uh, swap teams. He's playing as Houston right now too. Left on hardest difficulty. <laughs> Man, why are you doing that to yourself, Marcus? You're making your life way too hard, bro. Um, okay. He wants me to get a Mario's Fish Bowl shirt. All right, here we go. Marcus's first question. What did you want to accomplish before the end of the year? Have an album out have one album out i know we're six months in and i have one song recorded i just want to have an album out just one that would be my main goal so uh hopefully hyphen will be seeing the light of day before december 31st 2022 um let's see oh and i scrapped the ep idea i'm just i'm just doing 10 song albums so every everybody's invited to the cookout for the albums man of your favorite teams which you want to win a championship first the las vegas raiders because the last time they won was on my first birthday. And they've never won a Super Bowl since. So the Raiders would be uh, the number one. I've seen the Red Sox win a bunch. I'd like to see the, the um, Guardians win. Because i um, got a soft spot in my heart for, for the Cleveland Guardians. Still um, have nothing for hockey. So the Raiders, hands down, I would love to see them w win a Super Bowl before I die. And to you, what's the meaning of life? These questions are pretty deep. And Marcus asked me if I wanted uh, fun questions or deep questions. I said both. So what is the meaning of life? I'm gonna, let me take a deep sip of coffee here. And look straight into the camera. And here we go. The meaning of life. According to Kellen Conley. Finding something that you love and being able to do that thing or be with that person or I, I feel like love is the key is uh is the meaning of life, man. Because I know a lot of people. And I've seen people who they they fall in love, they don't stay together, and then they spend they've spent all their time searching to replace that love that they lost. If we're talking in a literal I like you, you like me sense. I've also seen people go through great lengths for their work, whether that be serving the public, whether that be writing, whether that be literally going to a telephone company and work, work in that job every single day until you retire. Um, cause my dad loved his job. My, my, my dad made good money doing his job, but my dad loved his job. He, he loved going in there every single day. Now I'm sure work wasn't great every day, but he, he truly loved his job. 
And he would go, he went in there every single day, Monday through Friday, do his job and come home at the end of the day. And And then he would go and referee basketball, which is another love of his. I know people who the only thing that they love in their life is their dogs. Um, despite being in a committed long-term relationship with a, another person, the only person they love are their dogs. hundred <laughs> percent. And, uh, and people who've, who've passed away. But the meaning of life to me is finding love and hopefully being able to keep that love in your life until the day you die. And for some people, they never find it. And I, I know that's pretty bare bones. That's, that's kind of, oh, that, that's it. Love's the secret of life. Bro. I'm an emotional dude. I don't know if y'all know that. But love is everything, man. E- even if you love getting on that godforsaken app that Zuckerberg has. No, that don't count. <laughs> that don't count. No excuses for you, Zuckerberg. But I really feel like if you're able to find love and keep that love in your life until you die, that's the meaning of life. I don't think anything else matters. I don't think you can function. That's not true. I I know that you can function clearly, but I don't. I feel like you won't feel any type of that fulfillment that Matt asked me about earlier unless you find something you love and you're able to love it until you die, hopefully. That's why a lot of people, I feel like after their significant other dies um, and they pass away too. And a lot of people... When they retire, they pass away too, man, because it's like they, they've worked all their life and now they're retired and they, they don't have, all of a sudden this thing is gone. Some people love work. Some people love the person that they're with. Some, some people just love being creative. <laughs> I'm miserable when I'm not creative. I, luckily, I have Angel and Aaliyah, but still, I'm miserable when I'm not creative in some way. Me being able to post my little TikTok after 8 a.m. every day gives me such joy. So that's the meaning of life for me. It's it's love. That that's the answer. Uh let me see. Lamb I reached out to Lamb. Did Lam, I don't think Lamb texted me. I haven't even got to the group chat, honestly. My bad guys. Let's see. Lamb. Okay. Here we go. Lamb said, favorite rock song. We know you're more into rap, but there should be a little metal in those bones. So you want a metal song is what you want, Lamb. Oh, God. What is my favorite metal song? (laughs) Lamb, I don't know if I have a real metal song that I love, man. There's a lot of metal songs out there that that I can't even name a metal song. Uh, So... Uh, a rock song. It's called a personality rock song. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Shout out to my man CM Punk winning the AEW championship too. Hiya puddins, it's your girl Holly Quinn, aka Dr. Holly and Quinzel, here to tell y'all about it's like a podcast or whatever. We talk about nerd stuff and life stuff, and if you want to know what we're about, check out the Powie Awards, our 100th episode Q and Slay, or theater from our butts. Have a good day, puddins, and love, trust, and belief. If I, if I had to pick a metal song, and this ain't a metal song, no, I got it. Um, my, my favorite rock song is um, Freak on a Leash. It's Freak on a Leash. It's Corn Freak on a Leash. There it is. Corn Freak on a Leash. That's my answer. Okay? Take it or leave it. If you weren't in West Virginia for life, what state do you think you'd live in and why? Um, always wanted to go to Seattle, so I'd say uh, Seattle, Washington. Um, honestly, because I hate snow anymore, I'd say a... a I'd want a warmer climate, so maybe California, though the earthquakes kind of bother me. Uh, I hear Arizona's pretty dope from CJ, so so maybe one of those, um, one of those western states that uh, that's not California, <laughs> only because of earthquakes. But the earthquakes aren't even that bad. Um, I don't really have a desire to live in New York. I still want to go to New York. Um, maybe Georgia. Georgia seems cool. I'd like to be like outskirts of Atlanta kind of thing. Um, I think I think Georgia wouldn't be too bad. Um, so yeah, th- those are those answers. Um, no cold weather states other than Washington, though. No thanks. Um, a positive thing that came from COVID. I feel like we tried to answer this on uh, numbers in the board uh, when we did it, uh, the twenty uh, twenty version maybe. Uh, it just made us all slow the fuck down. Uh, it, it really, I mean, cause we literally could not do anything. So I think it really made us spend a lot of time with our significant others, with our families, it made us appreciate the time that we have with them more cause we couldn't go see them because, um, because of COVID. So I really just think it made us value people more, which is ironic considering people are still getting mowed down at concerts and at schools who are kids I digress I shouldn't have to though but um I do, I do think it made us uh care more for the people that are in our lives <clears throat> it didn't make us care more for human life obviously but it did make us value our loved ones more all right and then let me just make sure cuz Eric had messaged me but he actually messaged me rasslecast I mean swordcast questions and I thought they were mine, but then I read them this morning. And I was like, these aren't actually mine. <laughs> so let, let me go find the questions chat here. Hyphenation questions. I could have swore Eric got in here. There's like. Uh, yeah, they got they all got some good questions, y'all. All right, so there's the reactivating this group one. Oh, so let me get to let me let me check the text because I just texted him this morning. He got a uh, he got freaking COVID, some bullshit. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, these say. 
sword cast on him. I have to double check that with them because I don't want to make I want to make sure I read the right ones. So let me go to the hyphen nation questions chat again. Okay. Scrolling up. I said reactivating this group to collect questions for upcoming episodes of the podcast. What's your favorite candle smell from Chris Slater? All these are from Chris Slater right now. Um, dang, I haven't bought a candle in so long. I'm, I love beach scents, man. Anything that's beach or oceany or water. I, I love that. Have you ever eaten a Reuben sandwich? Yes, I have. And it's delicious. Love me a good Reuben. Um, actually big fan of, uh, Permani's, uh, Reuben that they have. Like it's in the handheld sandwiches section. Chef's kiss. Uh, what is your favorite of the seven dwarves? Mm, lazy <laughs> it's lazy because I, I feel lazy a lot of the time what do you think is a short and long term future of ring, and on, ring of honor Um, I only think it's so long that uh, Tony Khan will be able to keep it as part of uh, AEW so either I think for the short term, like maybe the next year to two years, he'll keep it as separate as possible. But eventually, as AEW continues to be successful, I will can see them literally merging and, and merging everybody together and possibly combining some belts, but then also maybe having enough belts to kind of go around where they can do um they can do a Ring of Honor uh show once a week, do Dynamite, and then still maybe do Rampage on Friday. So I think ultimately AEW will bring them completely into the fold. Have you seen the video of Kenny Omega wrestling the blow up doll? Uh, I guess we're about to find out. We're, I mean, I haven't seen it. So we about to, about to watch this right now. Kenny Omega blow up. Um, oh wait. Is that Kenny Omega? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why, Kenny Omega? Why? By God! By God! That killed him! Oh my God. That's funny. <laughs> he's beating up for loving shit out there shout out to Kenny Omega man uh, I hope he's uh, doing well hope he gets back on AEW soon man uh, Jason my man Jason came through Um, why can't I read this uh, Jason Leverett Saunders uh, from the, um, the group chat that uh, Eric invited me to years ago uh, the League of Extraordinary, you don't need to know the rest. Why you might or might not play the Hogwarts game. Uh, the only reason I might not is because I've never read Harry Potter. I've only seen the first movie, only watched half of the second movie, and that is where my Harry Potter starts and ends. So I would say that's the reason why. I, I, I don't know Harry Potter. I have no, I know, I know Harry Potter. I know the lore, kind of. But 
I don't have experience with reading or watching it to consider myself a fan. So that's why I might not play it. Haven't seen anything about it though. So it, I mean, hell, I don't, I don't know. Maybe the game looks dope. So, and I'm always about playing a dope game. Jonathan McCumber, AKA Mischievous said, what is the most critically acclaimed show and movie you've never seen and have you specifically resisted seeing for a reason? That's a good one. That's a good one. I got plenty of those. So the first one that comes to mind for a movie is Avatar. Don't want to see Avatar. Uh, it, when it came out, it blew up. Everybody was like, oh, Avatar is so amazing. It, it shot to the top of the box office records. Where it's like, Avatar is so amazing. And because I'm a hater, uh, the moment that I see something get really big and really cool, I resist watching it. Therefore, I have never watched Avatar and I have no plans on watching Avatar or its sequel that's coming out. Um, I just don't care. It, 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 I'm t it's too school. It's too cool for me, man. And uh, when when things get really big, really fast, I tend to be like, I'm going to be that guy who doesn't watch it. And then, of course, everybody knows what the show is. And that would be Game of Thrones. I do want to watch Game of Thrones, though. But Game of Thrones is the easy answer for the show. Because, again, cultural phenomenon. Eric gave me the first three seasons. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to totally watch these. And then I just didn't. And then it blew up even more. And then everybody hated the ending. So so that that was just another thing that got away from me. I never wanted to resist it. It was just like, I, I'm that guy who's never seen um, Game of Thrones and Avatar. And apparently I'm not the only one who's never seen Top Gun. I said what I said. Uh, I also said, who is an artist that you hate, that you hate on, that you're well aware is pretty dope. You're just not saying so. I've done really well if we're, uh, with music with artists about coming around with them, about about liking them. I guess I would have to say that it'd be Schoolboy Q for me. I've never he's never held my attention, never. And I know people love Schoolboy, and I don't even hate on him. It's just he's not for me. So Schoolboy Q would be that answer for me. Um, Anthony said, Ooh, that second one is a good one. Am I, <laughs> that's not a question. Jonathan came back and said, if you could go back in time and play with either of these two great NBA teams, which one would you choose? The 90s supersonics or the nineties Hornets and why? Ooh, I got a whole video on my YouTube channel about why I thought the 1994 supersonics should have won the NBA championship, but didn't cause they lost to the nuggets in five. I love the nineties Hornets, the Hornets. Uh, again, would probably be my third favorite NBA team ever uh, because I, I I adopted, that was like my expansion team that I enjoyed as a kid. I loved uh, Larry Johnson, loved Alonzo Mourning. Um, I even loved some of those late teams before they moved to New Orleans. And now I, I still keep an eye on them every now and again just to see how they're doing. I'm, I'm still a Bulls fan first though. So Peyton and Kemp though, as much as I love LJ and Alonzo, they didn't get along. <laughs> and that's the reason why Zoe, when he got that offer from Miami, he he went. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to have to say the Supersonics, man. I, I love me. I love me some Sean Kemp and Gary Payton. Who do you feel so far has been the best or most accurately portrayed Marvel character in the movies and the worst? Uh, accurately, Cap. I mean, they, they pretty much nailed, they nailed Tony, Cap, 
they've kind of they have kind of reimagined Thor, and I don't mean to say that what we got from Thor was off from the comics, but I feel like the way the comics portray Thor now is probably more from how they portrayed him in the movies. So Tony, Cap, um, Spidey, they they pretty much nailed Spidey in MCU. I'm trying to think. I don't. I'm not too familiar with. I'm going to say they did the worst job with with um, Captain Marvel only because everything that I've been told about what Captain Marvel, especially from Cat, um, is saying how um, that's they wanted more from from Captain Marvel and they didn't get it from the movie or even from Endgame or um, anything like that. So. And there's so much more to Carol than that character. So I'm going to say Captain Marvel for that answer. Um, also, they got Hulk right. So there's a lot of things they got right. Very few they got, they've they've missed on. Um, but I'm going to say Captain Marvel for the worst. If you could form a dream stable of past or present wrestlers, who would you choose? Why? And what would they be named? Uh, CM Punk. Um, Dusty Rhodes. Kevin Nash. I'm just going to go with five. I'm gonna throw throw a girl in there. So I'm gonna go ahead and get um. I'm gonna go ahead and go with. Uh, let, let me let me go ahead and get Becky in there. So that's four, and then let me go on another um. An, another old school. Let me go ahead and get um. Let me get Taker in there. So. I that that's that's who I would pick. I would pick Punk because he's my favorite Taker because. He's the most athletic big man I've ever seen. I love Kevin Nash. When Nash is healthy, he rival Taker in that area. Um, Becky Lynch can go with any female wrestler in the world. And then uh, Dusty, because he's my favorite wrestler of all time, probably right up there with Punk um, because of the promos. I would call them the Dream Machine, obviously. Give the uh, the homage to Dream and then let the rest run with it, man. Um, so there you go. What is one album that you have love for that most people wouldn't suspect or believe? Um, that would be Jermaine Dupri's Life in 1472. I posted it in one of those Facebook things where it's like name, uh, day ten or pick it out. Like you, you have to pick an album each week that you're stranded on a desert island. What album would it be? And you like do it for five days. I love Jermaine Dupri's Life in 1472, his uh, debut compilation album. I think it's incredible. I think the production's dope. I think the features are dope. The songs are catchy. I love that album. And, and to this day, Monster Lung E does not believe me. So there you go. Uh, Mark Bosquet, who I still got to get on the show, came through and said, if we could have a completely uncensored broadcast in an NBA game, which player would you most want to see mic'd up? Draymond Green, easily. Easily Draymond. And if uh, KG was still playing, it'd be KG. Which NBA star should, or college star should front Space Jam 3? Uh, easy pick is Zion. <laughs> like, he's he's supposed to be the next big guy, you know, uh, when he's healthy. So, easy pick would be Zion. If I had to pick somebody um, who actually would probably be fun to watch in a movie, um, I'd, I'd say Steph or Clay. Clay's awkwardness might make for a good watch. Has any player taken in the 2008 NBA draft had a better career than Flow from Progressive? The first Flow from Progressive air, um, pro- the first Flow from Progressive ad aired in 2008. For reference, the top five picks that year were uh, Derrick Rose, Beasley, Mayo, Westbrook, and Love. 
<laughs> I love his question mark. I love it. Okay. First off, uh, let let me give Flo her flowers because, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it right here. I I, I gotta know. Not in incognito tag. But calm down. We're not doing that kind of stuff. Flow actress. Okay. The actress who plays Flo, her name is Stephanie Courtney. And I've had the biggest crush on Stephanie Courtney and Flo ever since those damn commercials started. Ever since, man. I love Flo, man. Flo. I just love her. I love Flo so much. And I I think the commercials are funny. I like when she plays multiple characters. I like when she gets with her Geico team or her progressive team. I love her so much. I don't know what company she works for. And and they, they all make funny jokes and stuff. I love Flo so much. I got the biggest crush on Stephanie Courtney, man. Um, So... As much as I love Derrick Rose, and y'all know I stand Derrick Rose, and as much as um, Russell Westbrook has accomplished in his NBA career, and the fact that Kevin Love does have a ring, uh, no one's had a better career than Flo, man. The, the consistency. The consistency. I mean, 14 years on top. My math is horrible. No, my math is right. 14 years on top. As the as the number one insurance spokesperson next to the Geico. Next to the Geico. Next to the Gecko. It's unbeatable, man. I love you, Flo from Progressive. Come on the show. Come on the show, Stephanie Courtney. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Um, Mark again came with We're all secretly afraid that we're never getting a good Fantastic Four movie, right? Again, I like Fantastic Four 2005 and Fantastic Four Rises Silver Surfer. A lot of things wrong with it, but I enjoy both of those movies a lot. I like both of those. Perry, if you're listening, if if you haven't covered um covered Fantastic Four, um I would love to do so with you. So let me let me actually hop out of here while I'm thinking about it and message my man Perry Constantine of the Superhero Cinephiles. Have you covered the Fantastic Four films? Question mark. Because I would love to talk both of those movies with you. Because I actually like both those movies. Um, I get why they ultimately ha- uh, didn't work. Obviously, Chris Evans went on to be Cap. And Jessica Alba essentially started her family and, and her, her career uh, slowed down and stuff. Michael Chiklis as a thing was great. The thing torch relationship was perfect. There was a lot of things, a lot, a lot of things that they got right in uh, Fantastic Four. Um, but there was a lot, a lot of things that they also didn't. So um, never watched the Josh Trank film. I think that's the director's name. Never watched that one. Um, uh, are we good on the Doctor Strange spoilers? Here, I'm going to spoil something about um, Multiverse of Madness. Five, four, skip like a minute head. Three, two, one. John Krasinski as uh, Mr. Fantastic. Loved him in the movie. I hated that they all got taken out, but obviously none of that stuff that we got in that movie kind of mattered because it was all multiverse stuff. 
I would like to see him do that permanently, but I don't think he wants to. I don't think he's interested in that. I think he's come out and said some stuff about not wanting to join the MCU permanently. Um, so I, I think if anybody's going to get it right, it's going to be the MCU, ultimately. Uh, they haven't failed me yet. The only movie that I find pretty mid is uh, Eternals. And I do find, I do have things about Captain Marvel I like. What are the top five dragons in entertainment history? Mark, I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know dragons. I don't watch thrones. Um, God. I, I can't even think of five dragons. <laughs> Pete's dragon comes to mind. Um, that's one. Um, let's see. Spyro is another one. What, what's the one? How to train your dragon. That's three. I can't even think of what his name, his name is. That's three dragons. The dragon that married Donkey and Shrek. <laughs> and um uh can I get can I get one more dragon? Puff the magic dragon. There you go. I don't know dragons. Oh, and then and then uh Asti came through and said Charizard. I don't I don't Pokemon either. Thomas DJ, if you could put together the ultimate fighting game tourney, choose one character from each fighting game, who would be your roster? Oh my god. <laughs> um Okay. I'm going I'm going to type this up. I'm just going to do 10 real quick. Um uh, can I I'm going to type this up best I can. So I'm going to say Guile, Ryu, um obviously you got to get uh my man Baraka in there. <laughs> I only know I only really mess with Street Fighter and, and Mortal Kombat. So there's that Sub-Zero um gotta get him in there um uh um um get chung lee in there uh let, let's go with uh melina because he's the first one to come to mind uh blanca he's got to be in there uh let's get my man zangief in there <laughs> um uh, uh um uh shang sung would be no let's put goro in there how many is that Okay, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and uh, one more. Let me do another um, Mortal Kombat one. So, um, Liu Kang. Yeah, well, let's throw Liu Kang in there. Isn't he the protagonist? Uh, so Liu Kang. There, there's 10 fighters. Um, did he ask me to name the game? <laughs> I hope he didn't. Uh, that, that would be my roster um, off the top. Um, if we're doing Marvel versus Capcom stuff, then obviously you throw in your Spider-Man and your caps and things like that. So I, I could easily throw like another five from, from Marvel versus Capcom. So let's do like Cyclops, Wolverine, Spider-Man, Hulk, and, uh, get in Bison in there too. Uh, so, so it would be based on those. So that, that's, that's my fighting game. Those are my fighting game experience. Cause I, I was never good at them. Uh, didn't have the patience. So big surprise there. Oh, where are we at? Um, let's see. So people were, were talking about, they're going back and forth about some of the questions, having a little dialogue and stuff, which is cool. Uh, e came through, rank your top three actors who played Batman. Number one is Pattinson. Number two is Christian Bale. Number three would be Keaton. Uh, Affleck is probably four. If you could pick uh, three new NBA players from the last five years and two ex-NBA players from the 90s, who would be your starting five? 
Um, I'm going to go ahead and get Grant Hill in there at the three. I better bring up my list again. So I'd have Grant Hill at the three. Um, current NBA players. Um, let me get Curry at the one. Uh, at the two. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and get Jordan at the two. That's easy. Uh, four. I'm gonna stay true to positions as much as I can. So LeBron plays plays the three. So let me go ahead and get um um I'm gonna go ahead and throw Giannis plays the three too. Um, but I'm gonna make Giannis play power. No, all right, all right then. I'm gonna make LeBron play the four, and I'll have Giannis play the five. Because he's tall enough. So Curry, Jordan, Grant Hill, uh, LeBron James, and Giannis are my starting five. When is it officially okay and normal to start doing fantasy football drafts from E? Whenever you want to, E. You do you, man. I know you love the mock drafts, man. I got out of the fantasy football game a few years back when I was champ. But you can do fantasy football drafts all year round. Who cares? Do you, bro? If that's something you love... You got to do it. It's not hurting nobody. It's not like you're snorting coke. Um, and what order do you like these best? Mob movies, martial arts movies, zombie movies. Uh, probably go mob movies, martial arts, and then zombie movies. Um, as much as I enjoy The Walking Dead, that's kind of like my one, my one thing that I I would uh, you know, that, that's like my one thing. You know, that's it. If one Slaughterhouse member got the okay to start a new group, which member would you pick from the old Slaughterhouse and who would be the three new MCs? Uh, it'd be Royce. Uh, Royce, who just joined the top 10 of my uh, 20 MCs, uh, 20 uh, greatest MCs of all time list. So Royce would be definitely be the one. Um, three new MCs. Is Kendrick new? I don't know if Kendrick knew. So I, I would say <laughs> this is going to be unique. Y'all got me making lists. So I'm going to say Royce. I'm going to throw Stove God in there because I love me some Stove God. I'm going to throw Westside in there. Get my man Westside Gun in there. I don't care if you say he's not new. So Westside Gun. And then I, I need somebody to kind of um, de-smoke. That would be my group. So Royce the 5'9", Stove God Cooks, Westside Gun, and de-smoke. That's your new slaughterhouse right there. You're welcome. You're welcome, Sprite. All right. Um, Thomas came through again. You have been condemned by the sports guy to have a street fight with one professional athlete. Luckily me, your attorney has given you the right to choose which athlete you have that street fight with. Who do you choose and why? Um, one professional athlete. God. Um, a street fight. <laughs> it's sexist if I pick a girl, but I'm not going to beat no dude. I don't care, man. If they're a professional athlete... I don't care if they're a, a ping pong player, man. They're going to come through and stomp me. Can I fight Joey Chestnut? I mean, he eats hot dogs. He'll probably stomp me too. So I'm going to say Joey Chestnut. <laughs> oh no, it's the supernatural apocalypse and you've been turned. What classic monster would you want to be turned into and why? Um, I'm, I'm just going to say um, Dracula, man. I mean, I can't go outside, and I if I get staked through there's garlic, I'm out. But, I mean, turn into a bat's pretty cool, and then uh, you can also turn people into vampires. So I'm going to say Dracula. You are invited to make a feature-length film that will be shown in theaters. The only catch is you've got exactly 50000 to spend on that film. What do you do? Uh, rest in peace to our dear friend Derek Ferguson. I'm making a Dylan 
live action movie with that $50,000. And I'm going to make it do what it do, baby. I, I, I'm going to tell everybody it's a passion project and, and I will pitch the hell out of this movie until I get my cast and I'm, I'm going to tell everybody we're working low budget, but I'm going to shoot the most authentic stuff that I can in that $50,000. And I'm going to make a, the best Dylan movie I possibly can. Have you ever seen a tree fall down two times from Kayan? Uh, <laughs> that's some stoner shit right there, Kayan. Um, not really that I remember. I, I guess it's possible, like say a tree falls and then it gets stopped by other trees and then the tree falls the rest of the way. But I've never seen that. Superpowers, what do you want? But also, what do you think you would get? Um, teleportation is big on my list only because I hate to ride in a car. I'd say, uh, honestly, like for superpowers, um, I, I, I think, uh, telekinesis would be pretty cool. Like stuff like Jean Grey has. Um, so, so I'd say, uh, telekinesis and what power do I think I would get? Probably flying, which is something I have no interest in. I, I don't want to fly. Um, oh, is that it? Man, where is Eric's questions though? Let me go check. Let me go check the Twitter. The Twitter. Check in on my Twitter. On my Twitter. Check in on my Twitter. Oh, I'm annoyed. <sighs> Handsome Bane, I know you sent me some questions, man. I saw them. I know I did. What what did I do with them? Did he throw them in the group chat? This is my last chat. My last check. Maybe he threw them in one of the group chats. So let me look. Let me look through here. He probably put it in Rassel chat though, if he did anything. So let me check the Rasselcast chat to see if he threw the questions in there. Um, okay, that's when he was on a panel. Shout out to my man Eric for doing a, a panel, man, with uh, Dart Animal and Dart Animals, Dart Adams, and uh, it was about anime. Very cool stuff, man. I'm always proud of you. Just know that. Um, I know they're in here. Where did you ask me? Okay, this is talking about Sasha and eh. Eric's going to kill me. Eric, I can't find your, your questions. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get back to you on that one. But that's it. That's the questions episode. Questions three is done. Thank you for everybody who took the time to send questions, especially Eric, because I know that, uh, I know, uh, that, uh, <laughs> I feel bad that I know you sent me questions and I didn't read them, but I got you. I got you, bro. We'll do them on, on episode 200. Why don't we do that? So I'll clarify and get it on there. So you've been listening to the Barack Obama approved world's greatest podcast hyphen nation brought to you by hyphen podcast group. Great podcast. Good people. Good friends. I don't even know our tagline hyphen podcast group.com. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can do so by reaching out to me on social media, uh, B hyphen B H Y P H E N on Twitter, hyphen universe on Facebook. 
the-on-instagram or be-at-gmail.com. If you want to go through hyphen podcast group, you can do so by um, hyphen podcast group at gmail.com, um, hyphen pie group on Twitter, hyphen podcast group on Facebook and on Instagram. So reach out to me there. If you go on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, um, five stars. And then if you want to leave a review, um, I will read on the show. Um, good or bad, it does not matter to me. Also on Spotify, once you've listened to an episode, you can also give us five stars, which is greatly appreciated. Um, always good to get questions or reviews. I love reading them on the show. Um, if there's a podcast platform that you listen to that doesn't have hyphenation or any of the other great hyphen podcast group shows, please let me know and I'll do my best to rectify that for you. Power of positivity is real. Get that negativity out of your life. No matter what it may be, no matter what you have to do, you got to do. You always remember that it's important. It's important. (laughs) I don't know what that was. Try to have genuine interactions with people. You never know what the next man or woman is going through. And your good interaction could save their life or someone else's. It might cause them to not take an assault weapon in the public and kill people. So always remember that. Uh, Give people their flowers while they're here because you never know when it's their time to go. So make sure you tell people how much they mean to you no matter what. Let them know. With that said, call your mom, call your brother, call your sister, call your dad, call your aunt, call your grandma, call your granddaughter, call your sixth cousin removed from your aunt's side of the family. Stay in touch with people, man. Send them a message. Just let them know you're thinking of them. You never know, man. You just never know. (sighs) Episode 199 is in the can of hyphenation appreciate each and every one of y'all that listen to the sound of my voice thank you for all the questions eric i got you i know them questions are somewhere bro and i'm sorry if i missed anybody else i'll get you too just let me make sure you let me know <sighs> man what else is there anything else is there anything else please we got to do something about these guns we have to please seriously and um I say all that to say this. Fuck Kyrie. (laughs) Uh, Shoot. Oh, oh, uh, finals prediction real quick. I had said the Suns would win over the Bucks. Obviously, that didn't pan out by the second round. Um, I'm going to go Celtics and six. Yeah, I said it. Say all that to say this. Thanks, Joe. This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?